Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You guys know what we're about. Musical theatre. It's a good time. If you're not sure what this show is about, now you know. Uh, it's me, KB. I'm your host today and I am joined at the table by... Julia Eisentrager. And... Miranda Selwood. And our very awesome returning guest... Jessica Kate Ryan. Hello, Jessica Kate Ryan. Hello. Welcome. Or just Jess. Jess is fine. <laughs> I don't think I've ever not used your full name. <laughs> um, now that we think Jessica about it. Jessica Kate Ryan. <laughs> um, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh. I feel like I haven't been here in forever. But I know, but Matilda was not that long ago. No, it didn't come out that long ago, did no, it? But it we recorded <laughs> it a very long time ago. Um, so, obviously, we know you very well. Oh, do you? Yeah, we've taken. The, we've taken the don't getting. Don't get to sing the song. Don't, well, that, I mean, you can if you want. Yeah, I need to know. You. <laughs> <laughs> that was so let's cast sad. her. <laughs> yeah, we're going to cast um, the show that we are talking about today, which is if you looked in the the title of this episode, Titanic. Titanic. It is an epic show. It's long. It's long. It's very long. There's an iceberg involved. <laughs> I barely oh. made it through the overture. It goes like oh. 20 minutes, I'm including not, dialogue. I'm, it's a 20-minute opening. I'm going to have to skip this because I have I other things I need time. to listen to before tonight. Like, yeah. put it in perspective, like, the prologue for Into the Woods is 12 minutes. Yeah. This is 20. Yeah. To be fair, the, like, Yeesh. most of it is instrumental. Tool, right like the, the the words don't really come into like halfway um, there's like a took a bit there's like a little toing and froing because you're into uh like the start of it is like introducing all of the classes which yes. is like the main and like introducing the crew and the captain and all that sort of stuff um so there's a little bit of toing and froing but it's it's mainly music there's a, like the orchestra in this is quite the the future as i like to say the future the future um well jess we have a new task then oh great and that is to cast this musical with the people at this table which you have done before for other oh, shows yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> There are lots. There are twenty roles in this show. Yeah, okay. Um, We're all going to be so so busy. We have four roles each, right? Okay. I'll well, take all the male roles. You take I them. would yeah. cast. What's left for me? There's, at least th- there's like three Kates in the show. I love a hat. I love a hat. Okay. <laughs> love so a hoop skirt. As the captain. <laughs> yeah. Captain EJ. Mm. I. I think Julie's got it in her. As a captain. Yeah. Yeah, you captain, run the sure. ship, mate. 
Well, yeah. the ship sank, Julie, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because I chose to let it. <laughs> conspiracy. <gasps> if you Ooh. like conspiracy, guys, there's another podcast you can oh, listen to, but we're not going to. <laughs> Look, let's not go through every part because I feel like we'd be there's here a lot. forever. There are a lot. Um, let's go through some of my um, favourite characters. So um, Alice, who I think she's such a busybody, so originally played by Victoria Clark in the original oh. Broadway cast. Um, I think Miranda Selwood, 100%. Busybody Miranda Selwood? Yeah. Uh, uh. How many drunk mothers are in this cast? Because that's my casting type. I mean, it's both your casting types, right, Julia Miranda? So I think the captain was probably drunk. (laughs) Um, I... Titanic, the drunk music. There are three Kates. I'm I'm a selfish girl, so I'm going to put myself as Kate McGowan. Well, you should take all the Kates. I'll take all the Kates. All three Kates. I'll take all three because I... Irish heritage. I do currently have red hair at the moment. Um, <laughs> That's right. uh, Kate- it's just the name. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Kate. Jessica Kate. Playing all the Kates. Um, What's okay. Zane playing? Zane. Because Zane, producer Zane is here at he's the table. He's just not on mic. Um, and I, I would love he to see him. He would be amazing as... Shouldn't um, he play the captain since he's our captain? He is our captain. <laughs> He is our captain, but maybe that's a role he's just too suited for. Maybe he should challenge himself into something else. <laughs> Whoa! Um, all right, KB. <laughs> I want um, I want Zane to play Bride, the Bride. um the the telegraph the telegraph guy. The telegraph guy. Yeah, Morse Harold code guy. Harold Bride. I think he'd be beautiful in that. Harold, yes. radio man, Harold Bride. Harold radio, Bride. well, that's also your title, Zane. Radio yeah. man. Radio man, so <laughs> in this new age of podcasting. Um, look, I love a tizzy bitch. So um, Madeline Astor, I'm going to cast myself in as well because I love me a rich gal. I love me a rich gal with a fancy wardrobe. Yeah, well, 100%. that's fair. Um, um, KB has not been cast yet. I'm playing, I'm playing all 18 <laughs> other roles. That's what I do. It's the catch-all. I just have no, several no, no. hats. I want, Kate, um, I want KB to play, like, you've got to be one of the Kates with me. Okay. You can play, I feel um, like Bellboy is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> and not unusual in my casting time. Um, I want you to play Kate Mullins, the one that thinks that Albuquerque is pronounced Albuquerque. I think you oh, I'm there. That. You're there. I'm, I'm right there. Actually, Guys. that's a really good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally see that. Um, if you haven't listened to any previous podcast, we cannot pronounce any words. So. <laughs> Neither can I. But yeah, I think that's like some of the main ones we've hit because a lot of them just sne- se- like sneak into the background, much like the movie though, you yes. know? So the curious thing about this show is there's no um, Molly Brown. No, no Molly Brown. There's no Rose. There's no, no Jack. No. <laughs> there's and no – like all of the things that we associate with this – the branding of Titanic yeah. aren't there. And from the same year from, as well. Apart from – as the as movie. The movie. Yes, yes, came out in 97. Um, except for the captain and mm. the the guy who designed the ship, right? The guy that designed the ship and the Astors. So John Jacob Astor and Madeline Astor are in the film as well. Right. Um, they were historic figures. Yes. So they cross over a little bit. I think like the um, Benjamin Guggenheim and – Guggenheim. Guggenheim's in it. They talk about him in the film, but he's not like a direct character. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny. There's no like Molly Brown, which was, you know, so iconic in the film yeah. that you'd think. I guess Well, not just they, in the film, but in, in, in the story. A, in the story. It, yeah. Do you think that's because the unsinkable Molly Brown already existed? Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. Conspiracy. Conspiracy <laughs> theories. We're throwing random. We're just throwing. <laughs> look, we could uh, we could debate this uh, while Zane plays a little bit of music so that we can start talking about the show. The show. Very sexy music. Isn't it? Thanks, That's Benedict Braxton Smith. Thanks, Benedict. <laughs> Miss uh, you, hon. Yeah, look, he's doing great things. He doesn't he need is. us with Peter Dinklage and <gasps> Kristen Chenoweth and is all he? of the people. Just, Just running between two theatres on Broadway. You, you know. know, we're super proud, no Benedict. Wasn't. But uh, super jealous at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Look, before we jump into the the fun facts, the history, the Tony Awards, all of that jazz, and, and Julie's surprise new segment that we know nothing about. I know, it's great, guys. It's um, a segment. surprise. It's a literal surprise. We know nothing about it. Um, I'm tasking you, Jess, uh, with the two-minute, uh, like, plot... If people don't know okay. the Titanic story of right. this... With the... <laughs> I know. <laughs> story of the Titanic. I've Once never seen the movie. Guys... <laughs> I've never seen the movie. But you, you, know, what but you know what happened to the Titanic, right? Yeah, it's like living like happy in its little dock, isn't it? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, how about look? Jess is about to do the elevator pitch. Let's see if if your story in your head, Julie, is the same as what Jess is about to tell us. I'm getting my timer ready. Okay. Cool. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Are you steady? Yep. Um. So the RMS Titanic uh, left on its maiden voyage on the 10th of April, 1912. Um, So this... uh ship carried about 2,224 people. So this was going from Southampton in England to New York. Um, So basically they had created this ship that was the biggest and the fastest. And it was of like, it was very, very modern and everybody was very excited about it. Lots of people paid lots of money um, to like Mm -hmm. stay in the really tizzy bits. And then there was um, like the third uh, class department um, for the steerage, basically. All was going fine. They're crossing. Everyone's like, we're making excellent time. It's going great. And then, boom, iceberg. What? Yeah. <laughs> iceberg. Uh, iceberg. Could you please maybe ahead. spoiler alert? <laughs> spoiler so, alert. Um, <laughs> the musical Titanic talks about, like, all three of the classes. So there's different standout characters within the first class, the second class, and the third the third class and as well as like the crew that were on board um but basically just to tell you about the you titanic uh 2002 2224 people were on board the titanic um 1514 people died so just to give you a percentage that's 68 percent of the people that were on board the titanic died someone did not do their whf paperwork on this ship right um, so after you would know that if you'd seen the film, <laughs> yeah, you know. Is there um, a big paperwork scene? Yes, yes, there is. He just was like, "That's enough. I don't want to do anymore," and walked away. And just to like put it into perspective, especially for people in Australia, like this ship sank in negative two degree water. Yeah, it was very so cold. the people mm. that landed in there they were gone pretty much. Um, not very good many, way to go. Not very many people were saved um, from the water. Um, and then once the ship had gone down um, and they retrieved some of the bodies that had gone into the water, they retrieved about 300, but that still left about uh, 1,200 people Ugh. that died at sea. So many. But they did save some. They saved some from the water, probably about 40 yeah. Um, but they had, had about, they had about they had about four hundred and four they had about four hundred and fifty spots available on the uh like the lifeboats. Yeah. Um and they went back and they got forty. Oh guys. 
Look, Titanic. <laughs> it's a lot. Look, it's also quite sad because there were like a number of lifeboats that should have been on the ship that just weren't. Because of space, because they, they wanted like this. Um, more. I I have been fascinated. Like as, they to as show well, yeah. Expanse. Yeah, it's very luxurious, and you know yes. they basically had said this is unsinkable. Like this yeah. is an unsinkable. We won't boat. need them. We won't Throw need them. Surprise! Um, like I have been fascinated with the Titanic for so long and I was re-watching some of the footage from the wreckage today where because basically the Titanic sank there were many attempts to um, retrieve it mm. um, what they were going to do is they were actually going to pump it full of wax to make it float so they could retrieve it so crazy um, but like the distress signals sort of got mixed up obviously in the panic the person that was probably sending out the distress signals signals like put it out wrong um so it took a really long time for them to find it like the search mission started in like 1970 and then they ended up uh, robert ballard um i took notes on him because he's so cool um he retrieved it in 1985 on the 1st of september 1985 that's quite a long time after that's a long time after <laughs> yeah it's a very and obviously um like just some facts about the ocean. Um, <laughs> is this getting into a two-minute pitch? Oh, the pitch is over. The pitch is over. Um, this is just facts with Jess. Facts. Um, like the the ocean's obviously got a really high level of calcium. Mm. So um, the people that were floating in the water would have eventually sunk down. And obviously animals, the, the ocean is a mysterious place. Um, but because <laughs> of the like the high levels of calcium, like there's no bones or anything. Like you can't see bones no. on the, because otherwise, you know, so yeah, Gross. the ocean is mysterious. I'm not sure yes. where you're going with that. I'm not sure you got there. <laughs> but cool, calcium. <laughs> calcium. I don't really, let's, let's steer away from dead bodies in the ocean. Well, the, the Sorry, musical I'm a true itself, host. Yeah. The, the musical itself finishes at the sinking, at the, right? Yeah. So we don't so get any the, of the rest of the story no. about the rescue I mean, and the people in the cold water. Then it water. would just need to be underwater. We just get this sort of like so they're on the car, back to they're on the, the Carpathia. So um, the people that survived it. And it's it's a quite a touching moment at the end where people like, I lost my husband and my husband and my husband. Because like the amount of men that died. Um, it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. So um, That whole women and children first thing. Yeah. Really pretty, screwed them over. Pretty much. <laughs> really. But also like the lifeboats could have carried like 50 people extra than what was being sent out. So they exactly. were just like yeah. in panic but mode of just was, pushing people. So yeah. Like first class water. people didn't want to stay on the boats no. with the, the no. lower class people. Oh, no, Isn't no. there a, li- a lyric in there? Something about uh, I, I won't get in the boat next or I don't want to sit next to a... Oh yeah, all Third about class. the class, yeah. the classes mm. sort of stuff. Just because, yeah, people and you know, you could imagine being in that sort of situation where you're trying to get people like just get on the just boat, get on Wait, the bloody boat. This Who boat was already get on that one? Yeah. Who was already in the boat? In the boat, the in the third boat. class. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Well, then everyone else can drown if you're going to be like that. But that's the thing, like, and the majority of the people that died, a lot of them were third class because they couldn't get up to the main deck to get onto the boats yeah. and stuff. It's a very sad story. It's now, very sad. In the movie, obviously, they do it. The, the, it's a flashback, but they don't do that for the musical, do they? So, no, the start of the show is um, Andrews, who was the designer of the Titanic, and he's basically talking about, like, man-made um, 
magnificence. He's talking about like the Great Wall of China and just um, like other like amazing things in the world. And he's saying that they want to build this like floating metropolis Mm -hmm. is the lyric. And when Michael Cerveris sings that, (laughs) it just, it makes me tingle. Um, And then it's um, the docking, like the big opening segment of the show, the first 20 minutes is um, the boarding of the ship. Yeah. 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 So we we go through meeting we go through all of them. Yeah. All, the all the characters, all the classes. And Alice has this amazing um, bit where she, because she's a second class and her storyline is she's second class and like her husband's like quite, you know, they're doing really well for themselves, but she just wants to be really tizzy. And she's like, come on, like open up more hardware stores. Look at all these like fab people. Oh, there's the Astors, there's Guggenheim. So you meet all of like the third, uh, all of the first class people. Yeah. But yeah. It's, um, it's an epic show. It's really big. It's a big it's one. Really, really it's a big, big cast. It's a big orchestra. There was like, look, even just looking at the instrumentation of the orchestra, like there's 38 musicians. Yeah. Originally there was mm. less, but then they went, you know what? Surprise. I'm going to get some more. Do you know what would be really <laughs> 26, great? 26, 38. Yeah. I haven't even gotten onto the production, which actually inspired my love of this musical, Ooh. which came out last year but we can so get the, to that the, the original production yeah. didn't do so well it didn't no, do so well. it sank it did rather yeah. like the titanic maybe itself maybe that's what they were going for mm. what a like, great segue into my new segment wow oh. called bad reviews with julie yes. <laughs> oh, no. oh no bad reviews with julie i'm so about this so this is from a name I can't pronounce, which is already off to a great start. Um, I mean, but classic Julie. Classic <laughs> Julie. I found this on the Playbill website, actually. It says, from Giroud, or Giroud, G-I-R-O-D-E, how you will. It says, though not as disastrous as everyone had stated, Titanic is not likely to survive the icy reception it might receive from the critics. I'm really enjoying all the puns. <laughs> Zane is not. (laughs) (laughs) On the preview I saw on April 8th, it appears that the creative team has worked out many of the flaws previously reported. Uh, In the example, the toy boat sequence that ends Act 1 with a thunderous crash that was greeted with laughter from the audience in earlier previews, actually received an enthusiastic applause, though bits of laughter could still be heard from those who were listening for it. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Still, from the beginning to end, I found myself saying, what were they thinking? That's that's what Tui feels about this review. I don't know if anyone can hear Tui. You probably can't hear her in the background, but yes, my dog is barking, The story sorry. of the Titanic is as huge as the infamous ocean liner and really has no place on the stage, let alone in musical format. Oh. It continues to slander, but we'll, we'll just leave it I there. mean, it was I quite nasty. To me. I, I, I think... I think. Mm. Here's what I think. Uh, do, you, more time. What do, you do you think, think what? Um, this now? is a new segment called What I Think with Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that, that yes, they took on too much. There yeah. were too oh. many characters and too many storylines and trying to weave them together did not work. Yeah. And, try, and leaving them segmented doesn't work either because it just makes the show horrendously long. Yeah. But I also think that there's a little bit of a, um, you know, they didn't quite pick a genre musically. Yeah, mm. it's a little bit sort of Scarlet Pimpernel. Bit, yeah. It's a little bit Little Women. It's a little bit kind of 
all, all those shows who do this thing where they go, they step back pre-turn of the century and try and create a modern-sounding version of See, that's what could be said of music. Finding Neverland as well, so you're entirely right. Like that, People get confused. They get really yeah. confused, yeah. yeah. And then what this has on top of that is, and let's throw in a whole lot of like uh, you know, forced rhyme and odd phrasing, Sondheim-esque, mm. like try and be very tricky with the lyrics – and I, it just, it's too many layers for me. To be honest, and it like, makes it difficult to listen to. So much of this show could be skipped, but the really standout moments. <laughs> there are some really, really standout moments for me. Like my favorite ensemble song of all time is in this show, um, Ladies Made. I love mm. that song. I think that song is so beautiful, especially talking about the, the story of the third class, because we hear a lot about the first class. Yeah. first class in the film and like in what in stories that you've heard about yeah. like who was on the boat and stuff like that whereas telling the story of the immigrants which I'd never thought of before of these people that were leaving Europe wanting to come to America just because they thought it yeah. was going to be better for them and the tragic thing and you're watching this song and you know what's going to happen and you're like oh there's so much potential lost on that boat so if that's where the heart of the story is don't why didn't they focus on that just yeah and 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 I think you're right, though, the third class characters' are songs way better. are a lot better and more musically, yeah. um, like, they blend together a lot better. Even, like, the stories of the crew they as well. They should have just done that. Yeah. They should have just done that and mm. made all the upper class characters... Second just yeah. background, just, yeah. 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 But it did do well at the... Tonys did it not? They got five. They got five nominations. They won all five, but that didn't include any cast members, and the director wasn't nominated either. So that was for um, scenic costume. They should have won for costume. The costumes are beautiful. Yeah, and lighting design. I think lighting design and sound design. Musical Um, score. Was it? I Uh, doubt it would have won. uh, Best orchestrations. Orchestrations, which is very and musical yeah oh stunning okay Um, Uh, they definitely deserved for orchestration like that that is a boost Mm. Uh, this was a show from maury yeston who we did talk about in our nine episode Mm. because that's his other show that he won a bunch of tonys for that we're all very confused very oh (laughs) do you guys confused about it yeah i am at least once again with nine there's some stuff in there that i could really skip but then there's some stunning moments in there where Mm. i'm like Oof. Yeah. I like it. That's fair. Mm. That is fair. Um, this was... 1997 was like Titanic fever in the States. Like <laughs> everybody wanted a... They were talking about it. Titanic this, Titanic that. The movie's coming out. The movie's coming out and the musical's coming out and this is coming out and let's talk about the Titanic. And I didn't know that until <laughs> I was researching. I was like, well, what happened in 1997 that made everyone... Well, well, in 1985, they well, 1985, found the like, ship. They found the ship. That's 12 years before. Why would You've got to give it a, a while, KB. Um, I've got to give it a while. It takes a while for them to actually find stuff. That's and, true. And then present because it Because the thing was with the, the original, um, so basically they found it in 1985, but they had to go back in 1986 in the summer to like to really do more work because obviously with all the ice and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So... I just got to get this pesky ass out of the way. Yeah. So 1986, they head back. With the original find, um, none of them took anything from the dig. because, um, Well, not the dig, the, the wreck, because they considered it to be like grave robbing. Oh, because it is okay. the resting place for, you know, 1,200 people. Like that's 
that's something you have to take in mind. But then um, since then, like other people that have visited the wrecks, they've pulled relics um, from the, the ship. So yeah, it was a big, between like 1985 and um, like, because then obviously James Cameron, you yes. know, getting on the idea to make the Titanic, that was one of the most expensive films ever yes. made. And, you know, that fever and that lead up to that obviously would have sparked the um like the titanic fever yeah but um the i I had a quote from maury easton i'm so sorry i'm such a nerd no Um, but he was talking about like what drew him to the project of the titanic because obviously like everyone was talking about the like finding the wreck and he was saying like um talking about like humankind um like the great artistic works and then like talking about like the technological feat of the Titanic and stuff like that. Um, And then talking about like the dreams of the passengers on board, like the third class immigrating to America, like I said, um, the second class who were, you know, enjoying this like leisured lifestyle on board, but also like striving to be like the first. And then the first class were like trying to maintain, because also like this is what 1912. So Mm -hmm. like the crash is you know it's coming like yeah you know and obviously these people are enjoying this lifestyle and they're trying to like maintain the position that they have yeah. um and then you know like that collision of the iceberg you know not only like changes the life changed the lives of the people that were on board you know either killing them or scarring them for life but also was like a big transition i think for humankind as well like seeing this big feat in technological advances and they were like yeah, no, sorry, we majorly messed up. Yeah, but it's not perfect. It's yet. not perfect. And that's why, yeah, that's why I think he wanted yeah. to explore that. But obviously everyone was just really fascinated that they just found this wreck. Yeah. Because it just, it probably would have just felt like a ghost story. Mm. And then all of a sudden they find the, they find the ship and they're like, oh, it well, was yeah. real. And you I know? think too, we don't like, uh, what, almost a hundred years after it happening, what, 80 something years after it happening. The even just the thought of getting from London to Southampton or wherever they had come from just to get on the ship yeah. would have been a real struggle to begin with and then to be on the ship was this amazing thing that had never been done before and then for it to crash into an iceberg it's like bam 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 of lots of these things that were like yeah but it's like an hour drive now you know and, like, I, and it's like <laughs> then you can fly for five hours you yeah know? right so. I love a strong and wrong decision like I love this attempt that they made at it and sure like the original production and some of the subsequent stuff is pretty terrible um i watched the it's a it's a it's just a budget bleed right because the production elements would just be absurd this is why keep yeah yeah this is why i wanted to talk about the seren bay production the seren bay playhouse so these people um it's this is in like atlanta regional theater and they do some crazy stuff. So they set Carousel in an actual fairground. They landed a helicopter for Miss Saigon. And oh. they're like, we're going to do Titanic. We're going to sink the ship. They have this massive like lake. So they built a scaffold with a chandelier. They sunk it every night. What? Cast jumping off the scaffolding into the water. Oh my goodness. This is gracious. legit. I watched a document I watched like a 15 minute documentary about them making this thing today. It was wild. Well, we will get link the that link in the show yeah. notes because I want to watch that. As it's an amazing. actor, I hope that they were paid double for that show than normal. Well, <laughs> now that's why I have to leap into the freezing yeah. water. Is it going to be heated? Um, I mean, it's Atlanta <laughs> in summer. Lake? Can we heat the lake, please? Anyway, and we digress as per usual. As per so usual. let's talk about the lessons that we learned from Titanic. Okay, okay. 
Guys, lesson number one. Don't get on the boat. Don't get on the boat. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a president who didn't get on the boat? Learned that lesson real early? I'm yes. going to Google it. There definitely was. Okay. I want to Someone say, yeah. was meant to be on the Titanic. I didn't also on. say don't put the boat on autopilot just in case there's icebergs. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just yeah. in case. KB, you got to pop off to the bathroom at some oh, point, okay? Um, I learned that Michael Cerveris has the lungs of an angel. Oh. And same with Brian Darcy James. You look, he is a he is a treasure on this show. Oh. <laughs> it is hard to think of Brian Darcy James in this and then Shrek. Yes. I mean, and then, and then something rotten. And, and then, then Shrek. Next to normal. And then, yeah. and then, like <laughs> he's done a lot. Adaptable. Actor. He's so versatile. Oh, he's so good in this role. And I love in 2014 they did a reunion um like concert with some of the class that came back and he came back and Michael Cerveris came back and I watched it just this afternoon of um, Brian Darcy James and the lovely man who plays uh, Bride what is his name so I don't Zane C. Weber Zane C. Weber Martin Moran um, so they're singing this duet that they obviously sang as like 20 somethings in this you know probably one of their first like pr- big big shows that they'd ever done and like everyone's just crying in the background oh, and it's just so sweet but yeah I, like what is like I mean Michael Service was already pretty big deal because of like Tommy and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but god I love this show for Michael Service and Brian Darcy James they are <laughs> oh, oof Big wolf, love it. Mm. They're 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 a good bunch. They are a good. They're bunch. a good bunch. Um, I think I just learnt that no feet is too small for a theatre company, even if you are sinking <laughs> the Titanic. Yeah, tick. Let's tick. sink it. Yeah, I think it's really important when you're making things to like, you know, take risks because often like the things that are a bit lackluster. If you're not going to make a statement, then like if you're not going to just – if you're going to do it just for the sake of doing it, if you want to do something because you're passionate about it and you want to do it, like just do it. Like And think outside the box. Think outside the box. Like, think that Titanic. These pe- like honestly, these people in regional theatre in Atlanta, yeah. they were like, we're going to do Titanic. We're going to sink the ship. Like – who thinks like that? That's amazing. Maybe it Make was an str- accident the first night and they just continued to do it. <laughs> like, oh, Shoddy no. building. Honestly, I will link this. I'll give. I'll send yeah. you guys the link about this documentary because how these people make stuff i think is so impressive like yeah. i if you're going to go big go bold or go home you know like yeah. that's yeah that's the lesson and that regional <laughs> theater is not uh, it doesn't stop you from being as big as the oh god no shows. these like I, honestly i in think fact, that's visionary i mean broadway doesn't have a lake so no, no. so in take fact, that you yeah. did better. <laughs> um, that is why it failed on broadway i think <sighs> i would like the thing that I learned from this show because, you know, how in a theatre sense exactly, how are you going to communicate a like a ship sinking? I would love to see this in concert, like just mm. to see and hear that yeah. orchestra and hear that music um, and, you know, and just have like the cast up and reading it because I, I, I think when this is d- done really, really well, the music is really, really beautiful, but it just, it just doesn't translate onto stage. I watched the 2006 Australian production. There's some standouts in there, like Alexander Lewis as Barrett with those arms. The performances that stand out. Yeah. And it's regularly let down by... By, you know, trying to... Just the production forces you to 
suspend your disbelief a step exactly. too far. Yeah. And there's not, like, you know, there's only so much theatre can do in, you know, without like sinking without the audience. Without a lake. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know. Or you just have the whole theatre like moving and shaking. Immersive. And immersive. Immersive. So immersive. Um, well, I, I have actually thought of doing that. Oh. Immersive Titanic? No, not Immersive Titanic. <laughs> concert but Titanic. concert production of yeah. Titanic. There's so many shows because like we this. Don't see it. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. there's only so much money that anybody has, especially about presenting, you know, new work or challenging work. More shows should be done in concert form to make it accessible for people to listen to, but also to make it easier for theatre companies to be able to put stuff on. Mm. Because, you know, there's so like there's so many shows that are, you know, musically amazing, but it, it just can't happen sometimes because you can't sink a ship. It's like put it in concert. Like more just shows should be what? done like that, just you know? But also I think a lot, like as musical theatre nerds, we know Titanic the musical exists, but I don't think most people would. No, so. and especially but with it. But it would have public cell crossover because people yes. understand the entity of yeah. that story. Of the, t- of the entity yeah. of Titanic, exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, back to lessons. Back to lessons. Back to lessons. <laughs> the only lesson that I learned, not just from this, but from the whole Titanic story is, yeah. um, you know, don't, don't let other people dilute your ideas. Yeah. So if they had built the Titanic the way it was designed instead yeah. of, you know, letting the committee voices go, yeah. oh, but we want it to look pretty and we want the staterooms to be bigger and we want the decks to be clean and, yeah. you know, then everything would have been fine. Yeah. And also, like, <laughs> if you can go fast, it doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. Like, just like, we're on a boat. Don't Let's show enjoy off it. on your first run. No. Like. <laughs> and it's just the maiden voyage, for goodness sake. <laughs> just calm down. Just, just, just relax, put all fresh. the lifeboats on the boat. Just put the lifeboats yes. on the boat. That's my lesson. I Help the third class passengers. They, yes. they, pay, they pay their money to be here too. They so. are people too. They are people. If it's as percentage well. of income, they probably paid more. Yeah, oh, God, be. right? Exactly, exactly right. Yeah. Bam, take Bam. that. I also learned that. Um, I mean, the reviews from the Australian production are all, like, the ones I read today at least, are all quite positive. So I think um, people enjoy a historical musical. People love historical fi- – like, they love Hamilton historical fiction or, you know. Right, you know. Yeah. They want they want to see it done in a new way. They want to see it done and presented in a different way because learning it in school is boring. I know Chapel <laughs> of Chapel did this in 2016 as well. And, I mean, that's a small theatre, but mm. apparently they did – like quite a good job at communicating they, it so they yeah. sink a ship no i don't think like so a little model ship in the middle of pride they're just like, <laughs> just like it was a screen and a movie played <laughs> right. um, <laughs> they sang the show in front of yeah I don't know, kate like, winslet yeah and, yeah okay good i think this show taught me and you know a lot a lot of other shows as well have like exactly just like stay creative like with your ideas and sure if something doesn't work Probably not on the scale of a Broadway musical because they probably lost millions of dollars, but like actually if, millions. Yes. Yeah. It costs like ten million dollars like, to put on this yeah, show. Yeah, stay oh. creative. Strong and wrong, press. Strong yeah. and wrong. I'm all. I'm about it. I'm about yeah. it. But or strong and right. That's even better. Strong and right. Strong, strong and right. <laughs> strong right. Any other lessons, Timo? No, I think yeah. Just don't get on the boat is Just my big, is my big one. Wow, I'm scared of the ocean. It's full of mysteries. Um, I am now calcium. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a great drink. Yeah, me. just next time I'm on a body of water, I'm going to be like, mm, calcium in the water yeah. will deteriorate my bones within five years. Great. Five All right. years is a long time. <laughs> Let's cast this show. Yay. Okay. 
Okay. I'm assuming we're keeping um, Brian Darcy Jane. A hundred. Okay, look. I am sick of this. I am sick. It's a Dreamcast, Miranda. You can't just use the cast that already exists in the Dreamcast segment. I'm pretty sure you started that. (laughs) No, I didn't. Okay, well then who's better than Brian Darcy Jane? No one researched that. You did. Who's who's better than Brian Darcy Jane? Okay. I am. (laughs) Wow. I'm not going to argue with that. Strong and right, though. (laughs) Hashtag strong and right. (laughs) Look. Okay. You, um, there isn't anyone. Okay. Okay. I can't think of an equivalent. Liam Neeson. <laughs> he would be great as the captain because he doesn't be sing much. Great as the captain. He would be great as the captain. I would put um, Zac Efron as the bellboy. The bellboy? <laughs> Ring a ding to, ding. He has to lift all those Because bags. what you're doing is like making it a paired role and it's yourself and yeah, Zac Efron. Hey, Zac. We're playing bellboys together. Um, <laughs> Tricky's you're both topless. Who would I cast as um, bride? So you need someone with like really very endearing, delicious voice. Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan as bride. He'd be perfect as did, 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 did. Oh my God. Different musical guys. Oh, sorry. And then I probably Claiborne Elder, who I love. He was in Bonnie and Clyde as Jeremy Jordan's brother. He was in the recent Sunday in the Park with George, understudying Jake Gyllenhaal. I would definitely put him as Barrett. He'd be great. That's the other show that this music has a little touch on. Sunday. Sunday. Most definitely. Most definitely. Where are we putting Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. In the hole. He hulk. could no. be. I'm joking. No, no, let's put him as um, Charles uh, Light Toller. So that was originally played by John Bolton. Oh. Also, Matt, I have a massive crush on John Bolton. <laughs> he is. I'm learning very quickly you have a massive band. crush on a lot of people. Basically, any attractive man who can sing are is they... okay with me. <laughs> are they 40? Are they tall? Are they handsome? Yeah. Game on, love it. <laughs> strong, strong and right, press. Strong yeah, and right. right. Um, we've got some females in the show. Yes, we do. Um, okay, so Kate McGowan. So we need someone really strong, really feisty, because like she proposes to a guy. It's nineteen twelve, and she proposes to a guy. So Crushing someone a bit ballsy. Crushing mm. it. Crushing it. Mm. Mm. On Broadway at the Who's moment. Got balls. Audra McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> like young and Irish, right? Yeah. Oh, she's young and Irish. Audra McDonald. <laughs> um, Megan Hilty is a good one. Yes. Yeah. She'd Thanks, be producer really, Zane. She'd be really good in that role. We definitely could put Audra as um, the. Uh, so there's an amazing duet uh, in. Uh, it's called Still. Um, so Ida and Isidore. Um, so she'd have to be a little bit older, but I'd say in a couple of years, Audra for Ida would be amazing. Yeah. Um, very like strong uh, mezzo uh, romantic duet. Mm. She'd be great in that. Um, There's a lot of super soprano in here, right? Ken, what's, what's so there must be some Kristen Chenoweth roles. Yeah, always. Um, we could get her Tenuance. to play. Um, I know who she could play. She could play the lady at the card game who comes up and she's like, I want to play cards with you. And the guys oh, are like, yes, yeah. Yes. And yes. the men are like, uh-uh. <laughs> they say something to her like, um, you should you should calm down or something. Didn't you just lose your husband? She said, yeah, but not playing not cards. Not playing cards. <laughs> and I'm like, love you. Uh, That's Kristen Chenoweth, 100%. Great. It's 100%. A, I can never say her name. So I want to say Cersei. 
say Ronan? Saoirse. It's Saoirse as in inertia. Saoirse Ronan. Let's put her as the young redhead Irish chick. Yeah, I don't know if she can sing, but she's real strong. She'd be really she'd be really beautiful, actually. And she loves a story about crossing the ocean. She, <laughs> she got nominated for an Oscar for it. She's a good one. She's a good one. She's a good one. Um... Andrews. Now this is so Hayden T played it in the Australian production. He did a beautiful job. He did but a really beautiful job. We can't recast him because Miranda um, said no. And someone on the scale yep, of him no. and Michael Cerveris. So I'm thinking. Um, do 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 do. This is the thinking music. This I like is the it. Thinking music. It is a little annoying to listen to. Do, 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 do. Okay, who's got? Oh God, Michael Cerveris. Oh my God, I just. We can recast him without Miranda listening to us. I'm going to cast Michael Cerveris because he's really, really good. I'm so sorry. He's just – oh, I, I I met him as well and I totally swooned. I was with my boyfriend at the time and I was just standing there looking at Michael Cerveris being like, I just love you. I'm getting a cat soon. He's like, that's really cool. I'm like, I don't know why I told you that, but I just love you so much. That's fine. I, I would. You ran down the important things in your life yeah. with him at the time. Because he was like, what are you doing here? We're like, well, we came here to see the show. We came here to see Fun Home. And he was like, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. Have you seen other things, though? And we we're like, yes, Michael Cerberus. No. And he's like, what are you doing when you get back to Australia? And we're like, oh, we're going to do a musical called Carrie. And I was like, yeah, and I'm getting a cat, too. And he's like, cool. Was he like, who's this? And you're like, does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> I know, in hindsight, I should have been like, push the boyfriend into the street. Hello, Michael Cerberus. <laughs> Hey, friend. Well, I'm just like thinking of all the other people who have that effect on us as a team. Um, we have Zach Efron. We have um, no, Aaron do you know Tabate. who's on we the Zach Efron uh, train that I could sort of get behind? Is Kyle Seelberg, who's in Mean Girls, who oh, plays yeah. Aaron. He was real cute. He is Aaron. bloody stunning. I could cast him I as thought you were about Andrews to say Kyle Dean Massey, who I also that think too, is quite that too. That I'd pay. Yeah. That I'd pay. Anyway, we're going to keep talking about attractive men in musical theatre while Zane plays some music. Thanks. <laughs> Top five lists, team. Top five musicals about boats. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> down the other five. <laughs> anything goes. No, anything goes. I always get that. South Pacific isn't confused? about boats. No, I always am like anything. I think South Pacific while looking at the No, anything goes I'm not buying poster. that, Zane. He just suggested Gilligan, uh, Gilligan's Island. No. And I'm going to say mean, big fat no. James at Sea is about boats. Um, is it <laughs> in the top HMS Pinnacle, oh, very specifically on about a boat. Gilbert and have a boat. Sullivan no. needs to go. Are we still talking about musicals that need to be cancelled because all of the Gilbert and Sullivan needs to go? <laughs> no. Um, Top five historical musicals. Yes. Um, also, is it in the top five that have won all of the Tonys they've been nominated for? That is a big feat. Yeah, like, I've never not that they won, that list. Not that they won a hell of a lot of no. Tonys in comparison to a lot of other shows, but they won all the ones they were nominated yeah. for. That's pretty good. Zane's going to Google to see if KB is Google, really intelligent Google. or stupid. Um, <laughs> um, top, top, five. Wow. top five vocal performance. <laughs> top five vocal performance, I think, for uh, Michael Cerveris. Yeah. Um, probably for Brian Darcy James as well. Like, I'd say I'd put this and Sweet Smell of Success. I don't think Something Rotten was, like, a big standout vocal performance for him, even though he was incredible in the show. Like, yeah. honestly, was one of probably one of my favourite, like, leading men performances I've ever seen. Yeah. But vocally, I think he really stands out in this show. Yeah. 
It's just that is a inconclusive. Pot- it's inc- potentially Titanic is the only one on the list right now, and that's a that's cool. We'll say we that can loosely. Build that. And um, the first hit for is KB really intelligent <laughs> or stupid? Is why smart people are stupid by the New Yorker. Oh well, I'll take it. I can right? be both. Um, <laughs> top five. Oh my goodness, it was top five biggest budgets. Top five biggest budgets. Um, I would say that it's probably definitely up there. That didn't pay off, you know? We'll just say uh, production challenges. Production <laughs> challenges. Top five production challenges. Um, top five largest named cast. Like everybody who's in this show has Yeah, it's a not name. like ensemble, yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Kandeep would beat it. Thank you, producers. But it would be on the same list. By 16? It would be on the same list. Kandid had 60 named characters. 60. Too many. That's a lot. Well, then Titanic's second in that list with, I think, 20-something. Or more because (laughs) maybe. But it's definitely not 60. It's not 60, but it's probably Um, at least... How many something. how many shows have come out in the same year as a movie based on the yeah. same material? I don't know. I don't. I'm getting not, very obscure with it. the lists. Here. I mean, you've probably got some of I your. I buy it though. Probably got some of your classics, but I don't know if they ever came out in exactly the same year. Anywho, anywho, we'll pop it. We'll pop it on the list for now. Top five happy ending shows. <laughs> Top five icebergs. Top five surprise endings as well. Everyone went in thinking that it was maybe it's maybe it maybe it's a musical. Maybe it's Days of Float. Maybe they make maybe. it to New York. Every maybe. musicals end in a wedding, right? Yeah. So and maybe it, they decided to do something different with the story. Maybe yeah. it's, it's a what if license. It's a yeah. what if sitch. Um, I it's want to know how many people went in thinking Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be on stage. Hey, well, no, I wouldn't be because mad about that. this came out in April of um, this came no, out in seven. April fifteenth. Uh, no, no, it didn't. What? When did this open? When did this open? April twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. Right. So then, yes. the Titanic movie came out at the end of the year. Is what producer Zane is. Yeah, it came out on the seventeenth of December. <sighs> it beat the movie, guys. Not as well known though. Not as well known. No. No. How interesting. So I don't think people were going in to think that Leo was in it. Top five. You, <laughs> less memorable than the movie musical. Can you imagine if people go into it being like, where is my, like they get to the end of it like, where's my heart will go on? Yeah. <laughs> where's the Celine? <laughs> where's exactly. Celine? I mean, Could you imagine, now. oh, if I did, if I did this show, I would put that as like the exit mu- music for the audience <laughs> as they walk out, just so that they feel like they got their with, money's with worth. Someone you know? standing at, at the end of the sunken ship with yeah. their arms out. Far. <laughs> the Where the sunken ship? Yeah. The t- the, at the bottom the, of the lake that yeah, we set at the bottom Sean, of right? The lake. Okay. Anyway, guys, again, we digress. Any other top fives? No, I think we're good. Let's play that music, Zay. So, Jessica Kate Ryan, mm. thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thanks for listening to this musical and talking to me, talking with oh, me about it. Anytime. So stoked. Um, now, you 
are part of the TNC family. Why, yes, indeed, I am. You have another podcast that you frequently visit more than us. Yes. Because so it's your own. It's my own. Um, so <laughs> I host uh, Murder in the Land of Oz as well um, with Ellen Rose Sorensen, my co-host. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently on our uh, – we're on our – Oh, we've got one more episode left to go for our WA season and then we head on to the Northern Territory Ooh. and then we've covered... Yeah. That's going to be a heavy one. Yeah, mates. Um, and then we have covered all of Australia. So now we move into the like second generation of Mitlu on how we're going to move forward. Um, we are so close to 10,000 subscribers. It's not even funny. Um, and when we hit that 10,000, we are going to be releasing our new podcast image, which <gasps> I'm going to show to Miranda. Oh, oh, and to so- Julie and to KB. Guys, you want to you want to subscribe to <laughs> just this to show, see that just logo. To see the logo. It's um, very cute. It's super cute. I like it. How exciting! Yeah. You've done the entirety of Australian crime, and that's terrifying. No, there's so but that's the thing. Like doing something like this, everyone's like, "Well, have you done like the big one with WA that we missed was um the Claremont killings?" And I think that's we received yeah in other podcasts. Though. We've received oh. about three messages a day going like, "When are you coming, Claremont?" And we're like, oh, "We missed it, but we're coming back." It's that's all right. <laughs> you got to the response needs to be, "It's a heavy one, and we're taking our time. We're taking with our it. time with it." But no, I'm so happy to be a part of the TNC family. This. Um, um, podcasting thing because it started with you guys I came here to do Sunday in the Park with George yeah. and I loved it so much so I said to Zane hi can I be on a show every week and he was like what do you want to talk about and I was like well they've taken musicals from me so can I have murder <laughs> I mean it's in line really it's the next best thing yeah, the, the next, next best, best thing you know Musicals and murder when but yeah. we do our combined crossover but yeah, as well as um, Murder in the Land of Oz uh, I'll be doing a show in on New Year's Eve in Brisbane. So if anybody yeah. uh, wants to come, if you need somewhere to drink for four hours, um, you can come to the um, Bay Decker Speakeasy. Um, we're doing a, an immersive uh, show, nineteen set, like getting us getting us into the twenties. So it's twenties themed. Um, it's going to be a lot of um, like twenties music and a lot of like modern um, music set in the twenties as well. I have really big sing. So if you want to come and hear that. That'd be awesome. We'll Buy put, your tickets. We'll put the link yeah. in the show notes. You, you will put it. the link in the show notes because this is in my show. <laughs> Zane will, Zane put, the will put the link in, in the show, show notes because we don't do the yeah. paperwork. No, thank you guys so much for having me again. I love coming on this show. There's nothing more I love talking about other than murder than musicals. <laughs> and I love that I get to pick obscure musicals and I force you guys to listen to it and chat to me about it. It's fine. We like having <laughs> our horizons broadened. Yay. So thank you, Jessica. And thank you, Julie. Thank you, KB. Thank you, Miranda. Thanks, KB. It's been me, KB. Surprise. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.